Radio Health Journal. I'm Nancy Benson. This week, affluenza. Does wealth sometimes warp the morals of rich kids? If this happens over and over again, obviously the child starts to feel like he or she is above the law and consequences do not apply. Morals and money when Radio Health Journal returns. Fib or fact? In 2014, more than 6 million people in the United States were estimated to live with atrial fibrillation, or AFib, not caused by a heart valve problem, a type of irregular heartbeat that puts a person at a five times greater risk of stroke than those without this condition. That's a fact. An estimated 15% of strokes are due to AFib, not caused by a heart valve problem. This fall, help the Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer Alliance raise awareness of this serious condition by testing your knowledge on fibsorfacts.com and encouraging your family and friends to check out the Fibs or Facts campaign. For every quiz taken on fibsorfacts.com, $1 will be donated to National Stroke Association, up to $30,000. Here's another fact. Approximately one-third of patients with AFib do not notice their symptoms. To learn if you may need to get checked for AFib not caused by a heart valve problem, Problem or want to learn about how to help reduce your risk of stroke, talk with your health care team today. And for more information, visit fibsorfacts.com. That's fibsorfacts.com. Rich people are different than the rest of us. All you have to do is look at Christmas time TV commercials to see it. While many of us have to scrimp to put a nice little gift under the tree for our loved ones, the wealthy are encouraged to buy luxury cars as presents. And psychologists say some wealthy parents pass along a sense of entitlement to their kids, to the point that by the time they're teens, they think they can do anything without consequence. The popular press calls it affluenza. But psychologists like Dr. Sunia Luther dislike the term. Luther is Foundation Professor of Psychology at Arizona State University and Professor Emerita at the Columbia University Teachers College. I don't use the term affluenza, and I don't think anybody in science really uses that term. As a colloquialism coined by the defense lawyers for this young man, Ethan Couch, to represent an upbringing where parents and the family were so entrenched in money and affluence that they did not do an appropriate job of setting limits for their child. Now, the phenomenon may be true that there are people who, parents who get entrenched in whatever their careers, lives are, and do not set the kind of limits that they should. But there is no scientific term called affluenza. There's no such thing. Affluenza may not really exist, but Texas teenager Ethan Couch successfully used it as an excuse to avoid jail time after a drunk driving crash that killed four in 2013. He's since been jailed for about two years for violating probation. But while affluenza isn't a recognized diagnosis, it contains more than a grain of truth. I think it's a rather patronizing term, but it's getting at something that certainly is real. There are kids who are at risk because they are wealthy and because they are not treated the way other children are. That's Maya Salovitz, co-author with child psychiatrist Dr. Bruce Perry of the book Born for Love, Why Empathy is Essential and Endangered. There's several things that can happen. One is outright neglect. 
so the parents are basically never home. They never teach them the basic things about empathizing with others and being kind and realizing, you know, how lucky you have it and these kinds of things. So they just don't get sort of the fundamental, I guess you'd call it moral education that most kids get from their parents. Sometimes parents want to bail their children out because they want nothing to sort of mar the reputation of the child or sully the records of the child. They will do whatever they can to avoid the child getting into trouble with the principal or with law enforcement and so on. If this happens over and over again, obviously the child starts to feel like he or she is above the law and punishments don't apply and consequences do not apply to him or her. Luther has done several studies looking at the psychology of upper-class kids, and she finds that by the time they're teens, they've got affluenza. They know they can get away with more than other kids can. We actually asked about this in relation to adolescents' drug and alcohol use and basically found that children in relatively affluent families were much more likely to say that their parents would not have severe consequences if they found out they were doing drugs and alcohol. And this is basically what we've learned over working with various communities over time that a lot of parents do say, well, yeah, kids will be kids and everybody does it and we all know that it's happening, so that they don't impose consequences. Not surprisingly, those youngsters who said their parents were relatively sanguine or laid back about this were the ones who were doing more drugs and alcohol. None of that would be surprising to a lot of people. We know that powerful people pay fewer consequences for doing what they want, but Luther says wealthy parents often bail kids out of trouble again and again, and that's even more damaging. When you look at the subculture of upwardly mobile families and affluent families, reputations are very big. It's very important that your family and your children show a good face to the world. So this, again, goes back to saying, is it neglect? Yes, no, maybe. The bigger issue is a focus on appearances, a focus on status, and sometimes not being willing to or able to look at what is happening in front of your very eyes. There are parents, and the kids will tell you this, if I am caught cheating or stealing and I get into trouble with the school authorities or with the law, Because I've done this delinquent act, my parents would fight tooth and nail to get this expunged from my records. So just like with drug and alcohol use, the same principle applies here. If your parents are going to say, not just not punish you, but really work very hard and not letting anybody else give you any consequences, of course you're going to learn that you're above the law. Luther says children need and want limits. When they're not clearly set, kids are likely to see how far they can go. But that's not merely a condition of affluence. Kids in the inner city experience far too much parental neglect as well. And when they use it as a defense for their bad behavior, children who are neglected are likely to receive at least a little consideration. But it may be more of an explanation than an excuse. Our production director is Sean Waldron. I'm Nancy Benson. Radio Health Journal returns with medical notes in just a moment. Adults in the U.S. have an 8 in 10 chance of experiencing back pain at some point in their life. As the pain becomes chronic, many of these patients will be prescribed opioid medication or offered therapies that deliver only partial pain relief. But now, the FDA recently approved a new therapy option for chronic pain, 
Burst DR Stimulation, exclusively from St. Jude Medical, is the latest advancement in spinal cord stimulation for chronic pain patients looking to relieve their pain and help transform their life. Anesthesiology and pain medicine specialist Dr. Dawood Sayed tells us more about this new therapy from St. Jude Medical. With the launch of Burst DR Stimulation from St. Jude Medical, I have a new option for my patients suffering from chronic pain that improves upon traditional spinal cord stimulation. Burst DR Stimulation is preferred by patients, can improve pain relief, and is believed to naturally target the brain's medial and lateral pathways, allowing me to address my patients' emotional and physical responses to pain. To take the next step to learn about Burst DR Stimulation, go to PowerOverYourPain.com. That's PowerOverYourPain.com. Implantation of a spinal cord stimulation system can involve risk, such as painful stimulation, loss of pain relief, and surgical risks, such as paralysis, during the implantation procedure. Patients should talk to their physician to determine if spinal cord stimulation therapy is right for them. Medical Notes This Week There's been a lot of concern about all the fake news on social media lately, and it turns out there's good reason. A new study shows that social media-savvy young people can't tell fake news from real news and can't tell advertisements from news stories. Researchers from Stanford University tested middle schoolers, high schoolers, and college students, and they were stunned by the students' inabilities. Even when a native advertisement was labeled as sponsored content, 80% thought it was a real news story. About 2.5% of school-age children in the United States are affected by fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. Often they occur because a woman drinks before she knows she's pregnant. Now a study in the journal PLOS1 shows that it's possible to predict how severely a baby will be affected using a blood test during pregnancy. Researchers say with that knowledge they can intervene early in life to decrease the harm due to fetal alcohol exposure. And finally, most people figure when you're awake, your brain is awake. But a study in the journal Science shows that small sections of the brain are independently falling asleep and waking back up all the time. Researchers say those off-and-on cycles last for only a few seconds at most, but when the sleeping sections wake back up, they act more efficiently as if they've taken a restful nap. And that's Medical Notes this week. More in a moment. Thank you for listening to Radio Health Journal, a production of MediaTracks Communications. If you enjoyed this week's show, please leave a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. You can find more Radio Health Journal stories about health, science, and technology on iTunes, Stitcher, and at RadioHealthJournal.net.